Today on the show, I'm happy to have Shriyans Bansali. He's the CEO of Assistive AI. They create AI for your everyday tasks. And you're telling me a story about you had to revamp the business model when you thought you were hitting the end of the road and you were able to jump when you did that from 20,000 users up to over now 100,000. So what happened there? Hi, Chad. Glad to be here and glad to talk about our story. I think it's something that every startup founder goes through. It's the moment of doubt. Is it basically the moment where you figure out is your idea good enough? What you're doing is good enough or not? There's a moment of, again, self-doubt, imposter theory, imposter syndrome, everything at one place. And then you hit that plateau of users in your app usually. And then this is what happened with us as well. We were at a point where <laughs> chat GPT had come into play and we were since we were a pre-chat GPT company, it hit us like any other AI company and people started to clock and we hit a plateau of 20,000 all-time users and we weren't gaining as many users. Even with all the marketing that we were doing, we were still having trouble gaining the user base. So at that point, both me and my co-founders started thinking as to what are we doing wrong? Is there something that we can do to grow the company or do differently? Or maybe we shouldn't, we should close it down completely because there was a lot of costs associated with it and we weren't able to make that on a monthly basis so at that point we talked to our community we told them that we are shutting it down we can't sustain anymore and we saw a lot of moral support from our users that know what's going on is there something we can do to help you guys should we should keep going and I think that motivation kicked it to do something for our users that was the firm day one that we wanted to help our users that was a point we shut the company down actually for, not shut the company down but we closed down the website five days. We literally went back to the drawing board. We came up with a new business model. We came up with a new plan. We came up with a new UI, literally a revamp of our entire website in five days. It was like continuous days and night, but this was something we had to do. And then we came back, we created new plans. We created new UI. It was a more user-friendly approach to Ascori. And that's when we started seeing revamp of the website we started seeing new users every day they were we were seeing growth even without any marketing at that point we had literally given up on the company so we were not doing marketing but more in terms of uh, product-led growth so we started developing the website we started developing the ui of it we started developing the uh, user experience we started directly talking to our users way more and then crafting the website in a way that it became way more useful and now we're seeing a uh, thousand two thousand new users every day uh, Basically, we recently also started our subscription services again and we are starting to actually see healthy conversion of customers to monthly recurring revenue. So, yeah, I think that break, that figuring out, forgetting all the self-doubt and all the doubt, forgetting about will we will it work or not and just helping the users, I think that's what changed and got us to this point now. So now the model is, are you creating, I'm looking at your site a bit, you're creating agents, AI agents that do very specific tasks? Yeah. So previously we were just for coding. It was a coding assistant. And now we are pivoting to a more broader website in which we are creating a lot of AI tools. We are creating tools in all domains, where it's image, video, audio, text. And what we want to get to at one point is create workflows. So where you can combine different AI tools in one place. Literally go from text to video in terms of text creating story for it, creating images for it, animating the video, animating the images and then combining it in a way that it makes sense. So creating multiple AI tools and then combining them, that's where we're heading with the AI now. 
which of your tools is currently getting the most popularity? The consultant AI is doing actually pretty well. It's a agent-based consultant who literally talks to you, figures out what you issue, what are your issues facing right now, and then tries to come up with a plan to tackle them. So it's doing quite well. And that's across all industries? Actually, we're seeing heavy footfall across marketing. And since we were pre-coding, then since developers are still a major chunk of the base, but marketing is a domain where we're seeing a lot of footfall. And it's the domain where I think at the moment we're the most helpful at because that's the current generative AI domain. That's where it can be helpful the most. Marketing is the one that we're getting most traction for. Is this your first startup? Maybe uh, okay, a SaaS startup, yes. we did. I did have a consultancy before this. So we were doing AI consultancy before pre-GPT era. We were helping develop quite innovative R&D stuff in the domain of vision and tracking and stuff. So that was, we did this in terms of consultancy, working one-on-one with clients. And that's when we wanted to pivot to more B2C and more general population. So is this now a more scalable type business versus the last? Yeah, yeah. More scalable plus I can reach more people with the technology that I want to build. So definitely more in that domain. What are some of the biggest challenges you've experienced? Biggest challenges, I think it can still be the getting your point across. So what I mean by that is there are certain use cases with AI that when you build a certain technology, there are certain ways that you imagine your apps or tools would be used. And then there's still a barrier as to how to use it correctly or there can be a certain level of hand handling, but there's still a point where there's a lot of education still needed. And I think that's where we are starting to shift our focus now where we are also trying to do an academia where we teach people to use AI irrespective of our platform. It's just use, get used to working with AI workflows and then that's the domain we're going in. And the idea is that with that, if you can educate people and you're trusted, then maybe they'll use some of your tools as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's more about actually giving knowledge and then figuring out if we can conveniently help them in the same domain in a similar fashion, then why not use our platform as well? Yes. Yeah. So where, what's your vision for what your platform is going to become in the next few years? So our vision is to make AI easy and accessible. The whole point is to... The moment a new technology comes in, we want to build on it. We want to integrate it into the platform so people get access to it as soon, as fast as possible and not just the top creme de creme. Uh, basically, people who have access to a lot of tools, they are the only ones getting access to the new tools. So it defeats the purpose. So our uh, motive is to create this as a launch platform for AI technology and then keep adding tools and new technology as they come out so that people on our platform who are used to our user interface, who are used to our user experience can still use new technology without having that learning curve, without having that wait list or a subscription barrier. So if our listeners wanted to get in touch or learn more, how could they do so? I'm available on LinkedIn. It's very easy to find me. Assistive AI is quite active on LinkedIn and on across most social media platforms. You can also reach out through www.assistive.ai. It's as simple as that. Or even... You can say hello at the readassistive.ai. We're trying to make this barriers between us and our customers as easy as possible. So creating multiple contact points. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have? Uh, maybe the domain. So 
currently it feels like marketing or whatever is happening right now can take over jobs but that's not the case and that's what we have been seeing with our users as well so the way ai is augmenting them is helping them more than is helping them more get over that fear of ai taking over their jobs that's something they just wanted to add that i think right now is the time that if you can get over your fear mongering get over the fear of ai i think you can accelerate your career path a lot more well, thank you, Shreyans, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash the subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.